to the Dynasty Football Dominators Podcast with your hosts, Jake and Andrew. Yo, yo, everybody, welcome in to another episode of the Dynasty Football Dominators. It's your boy Jake back again with my host, as always, Andrew. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? You finally got your headphones. I'm excited. Finally got my headphones, finally got coordinated. We're, uh, we've are we been taking like two-week breaks pretty much the last month or so, <laughs> but uh, we'll ramp it up during the season, I'm sure. What's been going on with you, man? Um, I think I'm in like the anger phase of the mourning process after LeBron left. So I'm doing okay. Like I just, I literally just freaked out because I couldn't find a pair of socks. Like I, I, I legit got pissed off because I couldn't find one pair of socks. And I just, I had to think about it. I'm like, it's because of LeBron. Like I'm still, I'm upset about it and I'm just in that anger phase. But I think the next stage is acceptance, isn't it? So I should be good by like next week, maybe. Yeah, you, I doubt you have any permanent salt about it because he left before he came back. At least he gave you a ring. You know, you got to take it take it that he way. Did. He's yeah, going to win I'll... a few more rings, though, without you, which that might sting a little bit. But, you know, I'll LeBron. I'll for the guy. It's fine. LeBron. But, yeah, man, uh, we're in that weird period right now in between sports because nobody watches baseball. But uh, Home run derby. About... Oh, Home yeah. Home run derby. Right. Are you watching that? Um, No. Yeah, me either. I know – I know Bryce Harper's in it, I'm pretty sure. So you know, when I watched win. baseball, uh, there were steroids involved, and that shit was fire <laughs> then. Like, I love I'm, I'm a Reds fan, so I've never really actually watched true baseball, I don't think, because the Reds suck. So. I was a Reds fan when they had Griffey. That's about it. Oh, though. yeah. But, yeah, man, what's been going on in the football world? You got any news for us? Um, The big news that came out today was Love Bell didn't sign an extension with my Pittsburgh Steelers. So, mm-hmm. so what do you think about that? I think that's something we kind of touched on a couple episodes ago. I think we we brought him up, and I don't know what we were talking about, what game it was, but we said you might need to potentially sell Lev because he might not be a Steeler after this year, and that's clearly going to happen, dude. I don't really know where he's going to go. Um, cap space is something I don't think either one of us is really up on, but there'll be a lot of teams that want his services for sure. Yeah, the possibilities are endless. I just took a quick glance at teams with the the most cap space um, next year, and then whenever I compared that to teams that have a running back need, the New York Jets really popped out at me. Um, hmm. So that could be a possible landing spot. But, yeah, his agent said that he's pretty much not going to play for the Steelers next year. So, like, I don't understand. So what's, what's he going to do this year? Is he going to play? Because I heard reports saying that, you know, he's just going to sit out training camp and preseason like last year. I heard reports saying he's going to sit out half the year. I mean, what's going on? See, I've been thinking about this all day, and I, I think I know what he should do. He's going to go out there, and first of all, he's going to play, and he's going to play well because he's just great. Then after he has a, a left bell year, he signs with the Ravens, and he plays the Steelers <laughs> twice a year oh, for, for four years or whatever, oh, man. and he just makes their life hell. That sounds awful. Him. As a Steelers fan, awesome. that sounds awful. It sounds awesome. That's that's what it sounds, that's like. that sounds awful. Lamar Jackson, Lev Bell. Oh, oh my God. That'd be killer. He's, because, what's he going to make? Like $14, 15000000 million on yeah, the franchise like tag. 
Yeah, I think the Steelers offered him a seventy million dollar five year deal. So that's that's about the same. That's like fourteen million dollars a year, and he declined that. So I don't know who's going to be able to afford, wow. you know, a, a yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, wow. that's fourteen million dollars a year. What was the guarantee though? Um, I know it was. I think it was thirty million so for the first two that's years. It. That's it. He so, wants he wants the guaranteed money, man. All the football players are talking about NBA money. And that's that's what they're talking about. It's the guaranteed part. It's not even the amounts. It's just the guarantee. Like if they gave him fifty million of that seventy guaranteed or something, yeah. he'd signed it. And I, sure. I mean, I can't blame either sides. Like, I I see Love's side and I see the Steelers side. So, I mean, I'm not salty about it or anything. I I get both camps and what they're doing and why they're doing it. So just, it'll just be really interesting to see how this plays out. Um, you gotta win the Super Bowl, for, bro. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. I mean, hopefully the competitor in him, you know, just balls out and plays all 16 games. And that's what I, that's what I hope to see. Hopefully we don't see one of these holdout situations. That would be just bad for, for everyone. Saints Steelers, uh, Super Bowl next year. Any other news for us? Can you imagine our podcast if it's a Saints Steelers? Oh, God. No, there there would be no podcast. (laughs) That week It'd just or, be silence. Yeah. Just be silence. And even after, there'd be no podcast for at least a month, probably, because one of us yeah, would no. be pissed. Yeah, you'd be so pissed. Um, yeah, the I think the only other news would be DeMarco Murray retiring. Yeah. Not surprised, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think I kind of really saw it coming a little months. bit. Like, I, I started trying to sell him uh, right after the season ended, pretty much. And I sold him for Delaney Walker in my home league. Um, didn't really have any luck anywhere else, so he'll be getting cut. But yeah, man, he was he was washed up clearly. Yeah, that that didn't surprise me. I didn't own any Demarco Murray, so that didn't really hit me hit me too hard. Darren Sproles is playing one more year, so that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the only other big news is something we don't really want to touch on until uh, there's some more details about it, and that's shady. So we know about it, but fuck that shit. We're not uh. Not talking yeah, about that. not about to get into that. We don't know what's going on, so they can straighten it out, then we'll talk about it. All right, man, unless you got any other news, uh, we got a special guest coming on tonight. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the next segment. We're going to uh, touch the divisions tonight. We didn't even talk about that, dude. We're going to talk about the AFC North and the NFC North. We're starting a new segment. Uh, you want to tell them about that segment a little bit? What segment are we starting? That divisional. Oh, yeah, we're going. We're doing that tonight, bro. So we're going division by division. Uh, We're just going to break down the players. You know, the we're going to go redraft and dynasty. Some steals in your draft. Some guys we like. Some guys we don't like. And then, you know, whatever else comes up is that's what we're going to do. We're just going to kind of roll with it. A lot of other podcasts are doing this right now, but we're going to put our own little own little spin on it. I think we're going to do about two per episode. Is that right? Yep, tonight we're going to do the AFC North and the NFC North, and we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hi. If you're listening to this, you probably need help with Dynasty Football. Well, friend, come to the right place. You see, here at the Dynasty Football Dominators, we have that extra sauce. We can help you get ahead. So if you're trying to up your league mates, give us a follow at DF Dominators. You can follow Wacky Pappy if you want to, Follow Dynasty Studs with a Z for sure. We'll be back soon. Ah, may have lost Brad. The good like, run while we had him. 
Like he's he's like gone. I, like I'm not really sure what's going on there. Pour one out uh, for the homie. Hopefully we get him back. Uh, we'll move on to the AFC North for now. Uh, might as well start with your hometown team, bro. You can get us going. Well, not your hometown team, but <laughs> the team you're a I fan gonna, of. <laughs> I was gonna say, like you know, I, I, live mean, in, I live in Ohio. So do you want me to talk about the Bengals or? All right, let, yeah, let's talk about the Steelers. The first guy I want to talk about for Pittsburgh is Big Ben Roethlisberger. So, we're going to talk about Dynasty right here. He is a buy low for me in Dynasty right now. And he's also a guy going in the 11th round that I'm going to own in pretty much all of my redraft leagues. Do you want to know why? Why's that? That's because he has Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, James Washington, Juju Smith-Schuster, Vance McDonald, and because from weeks 10 through 17 last year, he finished as the quarterback one in points per week. So that sounds all that sounds pretty good to me. So, I, I mean, I'm all in on Ben Roethlisberger, but I don't want to be biased, but I feel like, I feel like that's a pretty good argument to buy Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I, I like Big Ben, man, but you know. like, <laughs> you're, you're, Yeah. If I'm going to win now, then I'll take Big Ben. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, like I, and, I feel you and on Dynasty, that for sure. Dynasty, he's – like I'm not giving up anything crazy for Ben. Like he's still like probably my 22nd ranked Dynasty quarterback. You know what I mean? Like I, I understand he's probably only going to play two, three more years. But if you're going to win now and you need some quarterback help, I'd go buy him. I feel that, dude. We we kind of already talked about the running back situation as far as Lev Bell goes. Um, I think if you're in a win now team, you got to keep him. Like, there's just there's no way around. You know what I mean? Like, you're stuck with him. You're not going to get what he's worth. You got to keep him. Um, as far as the handcuff goes, that's something I'm interested to get your take on. I know you're a fan of the team. You can let me know how you feel. Yeah. Some of my notes here. This is what I have. I have Lev. Dot. 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 Dot dot dot. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I don't know, man. Um, if I had to bet right now, my money would be on James Conner. Um, they really like James Conner, not only for on the field reasons, but for what all he's, you know, I'm sure you've heard the story. Um, him at Pitt, how he had cancer and he, you know, fought that and, and beat cancer and then he, he still finished his, his career at Pitt, and he was still a great running back. So, I mean, this kid has heart. He has all the intangibles to be a running back. Um, they just drafted a guy, um, Jalen Samuels. This dude is explosive. I think he's the best fit for running back, but I just don't know if he's ready being a rookie. So, I think if Lev doesn't play, honestly, um, as gross as this sounds, um, we signed Ridley last year, and Ridley got a lot of carries. <laughs> I really think it's going to be a committee between Ridley and Connor and Samuels being like the third down back. So I, like, I'm just not going to touch it. I think eventually if Love leaves, then Jalen Samuels far and away takes over the job um, if he's you know half of what I think he can be. Uh, James Connor – and Jalen Samuels are both kind of must owns if you're you're a Love Bell owner just until until we know more. Yeah, and they're both pretty cheap too. Um, I'm probably going to be taking Samuel. I already have several times, but got a couple more drafts left because I can't quit joining leagues. Probably uh, <laughs> yeah. keep taking him there too. But uh, I like him more than than Connor personally, just because of the 
I mean, that's just all it is, bro. I like Connor's story. Anybody with a heart does. But Jalen Samuel can catch passes. He can play wide receiver. He can line up wherever you want him to. Dude. He's just – he's a modern-day type of player. You know what I mean? So, I like that guy. But there's obviously going to be room for somebody next year like Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman. I love it. I love it. Receivers, though, um, obviously they have a – they don't have any receivers there in Pittsburgh, do they? Well, they got uh, two okay ones. One that's kind of good. Uh, Brad finally disconnected permanently. I guess he really is gone. But uh, Antonio Brown is <laughs> still got it, man. A lot of people have been kind of expecting a fall off. There is no fall off there. Um, dude's just, I mean, he's good. He might be the best. I don't know if I would say he's the best, but if you said he is, I won't argue with you. You know what I mean? He's. He's incredible, but the guy everybody, or at least I want to talk about, is Juju. I love Juju. I think everybody loves Juju. He's fun and he's he's really good, man. He was one of the only rookies last year that was productive. He's got so much value right now. It's, man, what do you think about him? I don't. I well, first of all, I love Juju. Um, first of all, as a person, if you don't follow Juju on Twitter, then you're doing something wrong because this dude is hilarious. The only thing I'm concerned about with Juju is his price. I mean, he's he's creeping up there. Um, I know. I just looked up the redraft price for Juju, and he's going 406. He's going above guys like Allen Robinson and Demarius Thomas. No, this is not a dynasty league, guys. Uh, I don't get that. So, I don't understand that. As he goes... Uh, I think I'm I'm still fine with his price. He's going around guys like Adam Thielen, um, Brandon Cooks. So I'd still rather have Juju there. But you, you can't forget that he was a guy that you got in like – I mean, I drafted him in the third round in three of my leagues last year. So you can't just completely overpay for a guy like that, in my opinion, being the wide receiver two on his team. And a guy that we can't forget about is the NCAA wide receiver of the year and James Washington, who the Steelers just drafted this year. I mean, do you think that takes away from Juju at all? No, I don't think so because Martavis was there, and I think James Washington does a lot of the same things that he does except smoke weed. And uh, although I do like James Washington (laughs) a lot, um, I just don't think there's a lot of room there for him, to be honest, because I like another guy that we're about to talk about next, who is Vance McDonald. And then you have Ooh. Lev Bell, who's going to get over 100 targets. Juju's going to get over 100 targets. Antonio Brown's going to get 140 targets. Like, So Big Ben is going to be a top eight quarterback, right? Of course. Of course he is. <laughs> like, which is why I said if yes. you're a win now, like you got to have him. But, like, it's just... Or if you're a win next year or the year after that. Well, if you think he's going to play that long, but I'm taking it year to year. But... James Washington. And then you just got to draft Mason there Rudolph. There you go. And That's the key. Exactly. Then you're set for life. But Washington is going to have big games, guaranteed, at least best two ball. or three. He's yeah, perfect yeah. for best ball. I like him in best ball for sure. But as far as Dynasty, he's a good. He's a fine buy because late second, early third is not a bad price to pay. But don't expect anything for quite some time. He might be a third-year breakout type of guy, but he, he's going to flash for you. Hopefully he learns from Antonio Brown. I hope so. Like. That'd be great. But, yeah, I, I love Vance McDonald, though. He's he's one of my favorite, you know, zero tight end targets for sure. He's the um, zero tight end target. He is. I like I like him right along with someone like Eric Ebron. 
Um, those are probably my favorite two zero tight end targets right there. Because, I mean, the upside is just endless. What about Jack Doyle? Uh, no, I'm good. I'll pass on Jack See, Doyle. I like Jack Doyle, man. I think he's going to get mean, peppered I, with targets. You like him. I do. That's exactly – you like him, but you don't – I like him, him more than Ebron, though. Like, <laughs> you like Jack Doyle more than Ebron? For this year, I do. Absolutely. You want to? Do you want to, like, water bet on that? Uh, for 2018, yes, I'll do that for sure. I'll do that. Okay. And I like Put Ebron. On the board. I, I was an Ebron truther for a while, but I've fucked that guy. I'm – Fuck and he went to Carolina no. too. Like ah, 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 he dropped so many. He had Matt Stafford. He wanted Matt Stafford wanted Ebron to be a thing so bad, and he wouldn't be a thing. The coaching staff wouldn't even let him play. What's the dude's name? Darren Fells was getting run yeah, over. They him? just come on, man. Come on. They screwed him over. Just wait till Andrew Luck tossing him, tossing him touchdowns in the end zone. That's it's not even going to be close. So, anyways, Vance McDonald is awesome. Um. Let's move on to the to the next team. We'll go from best to worst. Let's go to let's go to the Browns. What do you think about the Browns this year? I love the Browns. I do too. Sadly. That's it. Let's move on. No, I'm just kidding. Um, All right, I, the Bink. <laughs> I love Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think he's but he's not even going to play this year. No, right? but I think he's the best quarterback in the in the class. It, I think he might play if the team's not if they're under 500. I say by week eight, I think he plays. Um, but when they're under 500, see, I, I actually think I actually think they they could be like four and four, five and three. Like I think Tyrod is enough of a game manager. He doesn't turn the ball over. They have a decent offensive line. I know they lost Joe Thomas, but they got three really good backs. They have arguably the best wide receiver core in football. They have the best tight end in the world. They're gonna be good, man. Their defense is young and up and coming. I love the Browns, but Baker Mayfield. Which is where I started. He's the goat, goat in the making. I think he's got everything that you need to be like a a super mega fantasy producer. He's got the the skill. He doesn't give a shit. He's got the attitude where he'll just throw the ball. He's a gunslinger, and he's got the weapons. What's well, not to love? Long term, at least. So they're not gonna go four and four. What's their so schedule? Th- Let's is, talk about it. This is their schedule: Steelers, Homer away. Give me the Homer away. Steelers at home, at New Orleans. I'll be there. Can't wait. <laughs> Jets at home. They'll win that one. At the Raiders. Dub. At the Ravens. Dub. Chargers at home. Loss. At Tampa Bay. Dub. At Pittsburgh. Loss. So what's that? Four and four, or is that three and five? It might be three and five. Yeah, yeah. That's t- <laughs> they might steal one from Pittsburgh, though. They can split with Pittsburgh, possibly. They'll beat the Ra- they'll beat the Jets. I think I think they could be four and four. We'll see. You sleep on Tyrod. Tyrod's got Josh too. Gordon. Dude, I love Tyrod. He's got Josh I Gordon, mean, man. And if they get in the red this, zone, it's over. It's over. Tyrod, I own Tyrod in over half of my leagues because all Tyrod does is produce fantasy points. Like and that won't change. He's not. He's not that flashy. I mean, his best season, he had three thousand passing yards and twenty touchdowns. But man, what what he lacks, you know, deep ball wise, he makes up for running. I mean, he'll get two fifteen twenty yard runs a game. And I don't know if you know this, but they're scored the same way as running backs in fantasy football. So I think that's true. I think that's true. <laughs> so that works. I don't care how you get the fantasy points if you do it. Um, he took the Bills to the playoffs. 
Do you remember that? I do. He took the Bills to the playoffs. I love Tyrod. So the best situation I think you can have in Dynasty is if you own Tyrod Taylor and Baker Mayfield. Hey, I know somebody who did that recently. What about it? <laughs> the reason why I think this is because you have a starter now in Tyrod, and then you're obviously going to have his backup if Tyrod ever doesn't start. And then next year, whenever Tyrod is gone from Cleveland, you're going to have a starter in Baker Mayfield. And you're also going to have a starter in Tyrod Taylor because he's just going to go somewhere else and start. Fact. So I love it. I mean, I love it. Let's let's talk more about their their wide receivers. We won't touch on the running backs yet. Let's let's go wide receiver. What do you think about Josh Gordon and Jarvis Landry? I think Josh Gordon has got all the upside in the world. I think he should be a high end wide receiver two, maybe a back end one, and I think he's a lock for ten touchdowns. Because once they get in the red zone, just think about them in the red zone when you have somebody like Jarvis Landry who's basically unguardable in the slot. Then you have big-ass Josh Gordon and David Njoku. There's going to be one-on-ones for everybody, and I'll take Josh Gordon one-on-one on anybody, anytime. I think he's going to be a wide receiver, too. Like I think that's his floor, man. As long as – assuming that he doesn't screw up, which I don't think he will. Obviously, that's a big risk with him. That's, that's the story with Josh Gordon. But I, I say he's here to play football 16 games, and we've not seen that before. And I think we're going to like what we see if he's on our rosters. Yeah, this is his contract here, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. So Josh Gordon's about to ball out. Um, as far as long-term goes for the Browns, the Browns are not signing Josh Gordon next year. He's going to go somewhere right. else and be the one because the Browns already played Jarvis. And by somewhere else, Josh you mean Slander. Green Bay, right? Um, I got to hope not because I love Devontae Adams. But he's going to go somewhere and just eat. And then Landry is going to step in. I think he's going to be a – I don't really like Landry that much right now, like in redraft. Um, but as far as dynasty, he's a hold for me, easy. Um, maybe even a buy if you can get him kind of low because he's going to be the one there next year. Mm-hmm. Also, Corey Coleman's a buy for me right now because he's either going to get traded somewhere and get an upgrade or he's going to be the number two for Cleveland next year with Baker Mayfield throwing him the ball. So I love Corey Coleman right now as well. Yeah, I like that take on Coleman. He's a good buy right now. He's, he's too cheap and – Jarvis, long-term, I love him. This year, he's going to take a big hit to his production, what he's been used to, his targets, everything is going to come down. But I think he's going to be really efficient, and he's still going to be a threat to be a wide receiver, too, in his own right. I think they could honestly could sustain both, depending on the way the running backs break out. But what about David Njoku, man? Because I, I know we both got to talk about him. And that's a receiving option that I expect to be Pretty heavily involved. I think he's going to be a top five tight end, man. Got to say it. Because touchdowns, that's where the money's made at the tight end position in fantasy. And I think that's what he can be really good at for them. Uh, I I love David and Joku. Um, obviously, we're both – I mean, that's your Twitter, Abby. So. My boy, man. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, last year, you know, you can't expect very much out of a rookie tight end. Um, unless your name is Evan Ingram. Like, that that's just an anomaly. That's kind of fluky. Odell got hurt. Yeah, you know. yeah like, that's that's never going to happen again. First of all, David Njoku, he only he played in less than 50% of the team's snaps last year. That is not going to happen this year. He's going to be in most of their snaps. So that alone, I mean, the targets are going to go up with him being on the field more. So, I mean, that alone should – should give him a huge boost 
And not even to mention that Tyrod Taylor loves throwing exactly. to the tight end. I mean, Charles Clay was a, a top ten wide, a top ten tight end whenever. And Charles Clay doesn't hold a candle to David and Joku. I mean, and then even if Tyrod goes out. I mean, Baker Mayfield also loves the tight end. You saw what he made Mark Andrews. Absolutely. So, I mean, I'm ready for Njoku to to see a breakout in 2018. He's going as like the tight end uh, 12 or 13. So, I'm more than more than willing to take a chance on him. I think he has top five upside. I think he has his upside is like the best tight end in football. Eventually, yeah. Like that's what I think Eventually. he can be. I agree with that. Like he's he's I Travis mean, Kelsey, but bigger and faster. Yeah, you got Ertz, Gronk, and Kelsey on their way out. Like they've, I, I feel like they're, they've hit their, their prime. They've hit their peak, and they're going down. It's time for these new age, new age guys to come in. And I'd much rather have him over, you know, Trey Burton. Or honestly, I'd rather have Njoku over Evan Ingram. Me too. Easy, especially for the price. Especially for the yeah. price. I mean, that oh, changes yeah. everything. These running backs, though, man. I mean, where do we even start? Oh, okay. So f- first of all, this is dynasty. So don't don't at me. I think it's easily Nick Chubb. No question. In Cleveland, in Cleveland, like not not even close. Nick Chubb is by far the guy to own here. That being said, Carlos Hyde's ADP in dynasty right now is around one thirty overall. Man, I, I think if you can get a guy like that and use him for a year, then you might as well do it because I think he's going to have a solid year. And then there's a guy in between with Duke Johnson. He's always going to be a solid flex play. I love Duke Johnson. He just signed an extension there. I think he's always going to be their their third down back, their pass catching back, um, especially since they drafted Nick Chubb. He's not really a, a pass catching specialist. So I think Duke Johnson's job is also sealed for the future. And I look for the, the Browns to be a more prominent offense. So, I love I love Chubb and Duke. Yeah, me too, man. Easy and dynasty at least. Um, in a redraft league, I'll look at Carlos Hyde for sure, especially if I end up doing like a zero RB or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think he can be pretty good this year. But as far as long term goes, just easily like Chubb is one of my favorite backs. After carry on, he's probably my my fourth one. Um, he's just super good, dude. A couple years ago, he was like the running back prospect supreme. He tested out really well, which a lot of people were concerned about that. I, he's going to be good, man. Good offense. Everything around that. We've said nothing but good things about all these Browns, and he's there too. It's just a, it seems like a positive moving team at the moment, and he's going to be the guy. I think that's when they get down at the goal line, they're just going to hand it to him. And like you said about Duke, man, he. I don't think it really matters what team he's on. Like His role will always be safe uh, just because of what he brings. He's so versatile, dude. He Last year he was their best receiver. I think Jarvis hurts him a little bit, a little bit of what he does, but he's still going to be on the field because Chubb's not a three-down back, like you said. So I'm still buying Duke. He's pretty cheap right now, too. Yeah, he's he's way too cheap. So before we move on to our next AFC North, I'm pretty sure we forgot a team in the NFC North. Um, did we talk about the Vikings? I don't think we talked about the Vikings. Yeah, we didn't man. talk about the Vikings, did we? So let's talk about the Vikings real quick. Um, Let's do that. So, Kirk Cousins, awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't really think there's too much to say about Kirk Cousins. I think he's a easily a, a top 15 quarterback. Um, it can range 
from where you take him there from five to, to 15, I'm willing to take him as a top 10 quarterback. That's about as, as far as I'll reach. What do you think about that? Yeah, I recently took Cousins probably around that price, but uh, I love Kirk Cousins. I think he's going to be really good because of the weapons around him. That's, that's kind of consistent consistent with the Brown story we just told. That's why I love Kirk Cousins. I love his weapons. Um, obviously, I'm a huge Stephon Diggs fan. So I'm taking Diggs anywhere I can get him. And the reason why I love Stephon Diggs is because usually you can get him as your, your wide receiver too. So so let me read you this. So last year, by week, Stephon Diggs, uh, wide receiver fantasy finish, okay? Week one, mm-hmm. the number one wide receiver. Week two, uh, 68. Week three, number one. Week four, 23. Then he got hurt. Then he came back off the bye. He was the number 17, the number 30, 53, 38, 25, 6, and 16. So, I mean, he he has wider, literally wide receiver one upside. Like, he was the number one wide receiver in fantasy the, two out of the first three weeks last year. So, I mean, that upside is, is just phenomenal for your wide receiver, too. Yeah, I think I got him at number 10 in my rankings right now, man. I mean, he's – I love Stefan Diggs probably as much as you do now. Like, I've just – I've been buying him all over the place. I got him for a steal recently. I don't even want to talk about it. It was such a good price. I don't <laughs> want to make him feel bad. But he's going to be a monster if he if he can stay healthy. Obviously, that's the thing with Diggs. As far as Adam Thielen goes, I like him for the next, I'd say, two years or so. But I don't really know about Adam Thielen long term. I don't even know how old he is, to be honest with you. I think he's like 27, maybe 28. I know he was in the league for a few years before he really got a chance. But Diggs is the guy I'm buying there. I think Thielen's going to give you good production, but I'm buying Diggs. Easy. And nobody else matters there, yeah. the third receiver or anything like that. Yeah, Adam Thielen's, um, he's 27. He'll be 28 before the season starts. So he, you're probably right. He's probably got like three good seasons um, left in him. Um, I do want to talk about one more guy for the pass catcher. For the, the pass catcher. Um, it's Jason it's Rudolph. That is correct. How do you feel about, how do you feel about Kyle Rudolph? I like him. Um, He'll probably have a lot of touchdown or, or red zone usage when they get down to the goal line, but I don't think he's going to have a lot of targets. I know he – didn't he lead the league in catches a couple of years ago yep. or something, or maybe it was targets. This guy, he was really good. I don't think he's going to be that. Uh, he can still be a, be a tight end one because tight ends are garbage, but um, I'm buying him at his price. I think he's got a pretty relative ADP to what he's going to give you. I think he's like 10th round, 11th round. So Kirk Cousins also likes tight ends, so – they got that going for him, but I'm not like excited about Kyle Rudolph to be honest. Yeah, I, I feel you there. I don't think I actually own any Kyle Rudolph now that I said that. Nah, um, I don't either. He's probably gonna be one of those redraft guys that I'll I'll try to get. Um, Dynasty stash Jake Weenicky, I think <laughs> is how you you say his last name. Weenicky. I don't know. He went to Minnesota. He's like six four, two ten. Um, they just drafted him this year. He's going to be a stud. He's going to step into that and Thielen role. So write that name down and pick him up on your waiver wire. Um, let's go on to the Cincinnati Bengals. Is that correct? Or, or what? what about Dalvin Cook? 
I Dalvin almost, Cook's we, kinda... almost, we almost forgot we, we forgot about the Vikings. Hey man, we're, we're, just we're gonna, rusty. Now we're, we're now rusty. we're just gonna forget about Dalvin. And Anchor's probably gonna cut off soon because we're longer than we've like ever been. Well, so we got that going for you us know what? too. Anchor sucks. So Dalvin yeah, Cook. What what do you think about Dalvin Cook? He's being so I'm gonna throw these names out here. Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, Jarek McKinnon, Joe Mixon. Rank those four. Fournette, Dalvin, Mixon, McKinnon. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. But answer me this question, bro. Yep. Who do you who do you know that got hurt? Right? And their ADP slash value <laughs> went up. <laughs> it's um, there was no buy low window for Jarek McKinnon. And every other person in fantasy football history, whenever someone gets hurt, there is a window that you can buy them low, except for Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook got hurt and, and his price went up. Like, why is, why is Dalvin Cook happened? going ahead of Leonard Fournette? I, I don't understand why he's going ahead of Leonard What Fournette. happened? I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I like Dalvin Cook, man, but he played four games. He played really well in those four games, but he got hurt. If you look at his college career, he got hurt every year while he was playing really well. There, there the people always talk about Leonard Fournette having these injury problems. He's had one injury on one foot, you know, a couple times that's been tweaked. Dalvin's hurt his knee. He's hurt his ankle. He's hurt his elbow. He's hurt his shoulder. He's hurt his nose. Like he's, I don't like he's he's had a lot of different injuries. He's proven to be not. Fr- I won't call him fragile, but he he gets hurt, especially with the high usage. And they're gonna they just lost Jarek McKinnon, so he's gonna be heavily featured. Obviously, we know that man. I, I have concerns about Dalvin, especially at his price. Um, doesn't mean he won't be great, but I'm not really buying where he is right now. I'd rather have Leonard Fournette. As far as McKinnon or Mixon, though, I'm taking Dalvin Cook because I don't know why they're up in the same class as those guys anyway. But Dalvin is kind of risky right now for me. That's a definite, like, that's a definite tear break for me. Um, Leonard, Cook, and then it's a tear break, and then it goes McKinnon and Mixon. Um, as far as Dalvin goes, I think Latavius Murray is a must-own. Even if you don't own Dalvin Cook, I think Latavius Murray is a must-own. Because I I still think he's probably going to get the goal line carries. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, we'll see what happens there. That's going to be an interesting situation. I got four percent battery, so we got to zip through these Bengals and Ravens. All right, let's go. Let's get us in a turbo draft. All right, Bengals. The only guy I want to talk about really is Giovanni Bernard. I like it, honestly. So he finished thirteenth, seventeenth. He only played 10 games because he was hurt. And last year, he was the 29th ranked running back, and he's getting taken by guys like LeGarrette Blunt and Devontae Booker, and I feel like he has a lot more upside than either one of those guys, probably both of those guys combined. And this is his last year in Cincinnati. He'd go anywhere and be a third-down running back and be you know, a Duke Johnson-type running back for years to come. That's the, that's the key to what you said, that it's the last year of his contract. So he can definitely go somewhere else, and I think Gio is really good. I mean, just is what it is. He's not a, a three-down back, but he can do a lot of – like pretty much everything. He's just not great at it, I guess, but he's a fantastic pass catcher, like you said. A lot of Duke Johnson-like characteristics to his game. I, I can't wait to see him get out of Cincinnati, man. He's a really good player to buy right now. 
what are you going to pay a, a fourth maybe for? Yeah. A third at the most? Yeah. The, and Cincinnati doesn't know how to use him. Speaking of Cincinnati not know having to use running backs, Joe Mixon was not used at all like he should have been last year. Um, I still love Joe Mixon. I think the talent's there. I don't know if there, he's ever going to be a thing because Marvin Lewis just signed an extension. So, I don't know. Yeah, he's got a lot of upside. His price is, is kind of rich, but I guess that's what you got to pay because everybody wants running backs. Um, I think he'll be an RB2. Uh, he's got – his upside is, I mean, whatever he wants it to be. It's pretty high. But like you said, Marvin Lewis is – he's himself. Absolutely. Um, as far as the receivers go, I, I love A.J. Green still. Um, I think if you have him, you have to hold him. If you're a win-now team, he's a fantastic buy because I think that offense in general is just going to be a little bit better than they were last year. It's hard to be worse. Um, I got. I actually kind of want to buy John Ross. To yes, be yes. Because there's not. I mean, there's nobody else there. He he's dirt cheap. Yes. There there is a lot of potential with the dude. You know what I mean. Yes. So I'm all for buying John Ross. I was I was totally going to to bring up John Ross, but you you did it for me. So thanks. And Had you. and AJ Green is either a wide receiver one or is he, he's injured. So I love AJ Green as there well. And Tyler Eifert's also gone in like the 13th round and if. He plays, and he has tremendous touchdown upside. So I also like Tyler Eifert. But Alden Tate's going to be the tight end there next year, so it doesn't really matter. Let's move on to the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> you told me to put in a hyperdrive, man. I did. I like That's... No, I'm laughing at the Alden Tate part because I like that. <laughs> he's going like to be. That. He's going to be. He's a tight end, and Tyler Eifert's fragile. So, um, he could be. Uh, um, what do you think about Alex Collins? I think you should sell him. <sighs> I want to sell him. Sell him because you know why? Because Kenneth Dixon is going to be the running back there because Kenneth Dixon is awesome. And it, if it's not Kenneth Dixon, it's Tevin Coleman next year. Exactly. It's, Alex Collins is not, not Alex going Collins to job. be the running back there next year. There's no, no chance. Either Kenneth Dixon Zero. is going to take over this year or they're going to bring someone in next year. So redraft, uh, fine, that's okay. But Dynasty – I don't want anything to do with Alex Collins. Let's talk about the wide receivers. What do you think about Michael Crabtree? I'm buying. His price his price is, is pretty good for what I think he'll produce. It's too low. Like Yeah, man. I mean he he's always been a good player and they have no one. Like that's all you gotta talk about. Like they have no one. He's good. There's gonna be volume. Even though the team sucks. I mean, they're they're still gonna score fantasy points and I think Crabtree is like it's not even funny how much better he is than anybody else they have. I mean, it's they have possibly the worst wide receiver core besides the Jets. Um, nobody's <laughs> hey, worse than Quincy the Jets. Quincy and Nunez great. Yeah, but that's that's all they have. <laughs> um, Another guy yeah, dude, I like uh, for the Ravens. John Brown, maybe. Yes. Oh my God, you just stole my words right out of my I mouth. Had to. John, I had to. John Brown's a great flyer. He's free everywhere. He had a thousand yard season three years ago with the Cardinals. So. Let's finish with the goods. Let's just finish with the goods. It's all about Lamar. Nobody cares oh, about anything yes. but Lamar. Yeah. Lam- so what are you doing with him? What, what am I doing with him? I'm just staring at him on my fantasy <laughs> roster and just roster baiting to him all night long. Um, I I love Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is going to be a stud next year. This year, he's not going to do anything because Joe Flacco's going to have a chip on his shoulder and Joe Flacco's going to do Joe Flacco-like things and be you know very average and like six people are going to call him elite and they might make the playoffs and then he's going to go get paid somewhere. Someone's going to overpay him and then the Ravens are going to move on and, and start an actual NFL quarterback in Lamar Jackson. 
the six people who call him the leader, their last names are Flacco. This is um, this is probably true. <laughs> I, I love I love Lamar Jackson, dude. I'm so glad you oh, didn't say I love Joe Flacco. I really thought you were gonna say it. I was just no, gonna, I, I, I don't. Just he's he's like I don't know if he's my least favorite quarterback because I really hate Eli, but fuck Flacco. <laughs> Lamar Jackson though is, I mean his I think his floor is Tyrod Taylor, and we've already talked about that we like Tyrod Taylor. And as far as ceiling goes, Mike I mean, Vick. it's Mike Vick. Yeah. It's, that's that's the type of player you could be. If he's somewhere we in saw, between that, I'm more than happy with it. Yeah, like, dude, look at Deshaun Watson yeah. last year, who is not in the same stratosphere athletically as Lamar Jackson. He's a good athlete, but he's yeah not even close to Lamar Jackson. Probably got a better arm, though. But you see what he did to the league, and it started with his legs. To be That's where he began his, his terror on the NFL. Lamar Jackson is – I mean, what are you going to do? He runs a 4-3. He's shifty. He can throw on the run. I think he's going to be one of the best guys off the run within a few years. He's a really underrated passer. He got better every single year. He's going to have NFL coaching with Marty Mortingweg, who worked with Michael Vick. And even though I don't like Flacco, he is a, he's a pro. You know what I mean? He's been around. He's won a Super Bowl. He's, he's experienced. You know, He'll have some valuable info for Lamar if, if he's not a dick about it and you know, takes on some sort of mentorship role. I think Lamar is going to be really good, man. I mean, other than Baker, he's the quarterback I want to have the most in this class. Yeah, he's definitely my my quarterback, too, in this class, far and away, because he has – I mean, he has the most upside. He has more upside than Baker Mayfield, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. He has more upside than anyone at, at the quarterback position. If he hit his ceiling, Ever. if he became in Michael history. Vick. Yeah, if he became <laughs> – like, if he hit his ceiling, he would be quarterback one over and over and over and over because of what he does with his legs. Like, that just, it's he just had, a cheat yeah, code. Yeah, he had over 1,500 rushing yards his last two years at Louisville. <laughs> like, he will be the fastest player on the field every time he's on it. He had he had 50 rushing touchdowns in three years yeah. in Louisville. Come on, man. 50 rushing just, touchdowns. <laughs> the only thing with him is just, just taking hits and obviously his size and his play style, but. He didn't really take a lot of hits. He I mean, didn't. he's hard to touch. He's, very he's really elusive. hard to touch. Yeah. He gets out of bounds. He doesn't. He finishes plays hits. very well. Yeah, he's really smart, man. Which, for some reason, I think a lot of people think the opposite, or at least did during the process. But I actually think he's a really smart football player. I, I love watching him in college. I can't wait to watch him in the pros. Yeah, I'm either. so sad the Ravens drafted him because I hate the Ravens. Me too. Even the Dolphins would have been better than that. I kind of thought they should have taken him. Yeah. I wanted the Saints to take him so bad. <laughs> but the Dolphins oh, already have a great quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. So. Fuck out of here. I'm at Dynasty Studs with a Z. <laughs> Fuck out of here with the Tannehill shit. He's at Wacky Pappy. Uh, I'm on 1%. Sorry we had to cut it short, guys. I know we had some technical difficulties, but we we got through it. Chris Carson, shout out. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, man. It was fun. We'll talk to you later. Yeah, draft Ryan Tannehill. There you go.